Welcome to Who's On Base. This is Dylan. This is Landon. And uh, it's just us tonight again. Uh, it's a twofer again. Uh, welcome back. New year. And uh, we're actually going to post some tonight, I think. We're going to finally post the podcast. Austin's not here. He's uh, he's being a bummer again, but it's all good. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> we love you anyway, Austin. Yeah, it is what it is. Um, it's probably going to end up just being a two-man band at some point, I feel like. I got that feeling, dude. <laughs> got that feeling. Well, we've already got a history of doing that anyway. I, know, man. Like, I think it's just going to come back down to it again. But um, welcome back, man. How you doing? How you been? I'm good. How are you? I'm really good, man. I'm really good. Have a good Christmas. And... Oh, it was, it was the greatest Christmas of all time. It was, it, was, it, was, it, was, it was good. It was a good so, Christmas. So no Christmas truce or any of no, no, nothing, Christmas. Nothing, no, no, nothing too crazy. It was a great Christmas, though. We had a good time. I uh, got a lot of fun stuff. Um, the baby got a lot of cool stuff this year. He got a roller coaster. Oh, he yeah. got a horse he could ride on, like a, a Power Wheels horse. Uh, he I got, didn't know they made those. I know. It's so weird. It's cool, though. I got on it. I rode it. It was cool. Yeah, because uh, like, we had like a little, it was like a big foot. Like yeah, monster well, he, truck thing or he something. He got a Lamborghini. So oh, the, okay. the grandparents are competing who can do the better um, Power Wheels car. And he benefits. Yep, my, my, exactly. <laughs> and um, so my parents got him a horse, a Power Wheels, and her parents got him a Lamborghini Power Wheels. Uh-oh. And uh, I gotta say they're both really cool, but that Lamborghini has got it because it's remote control. No yeah, way. We, yeah, we drove him around the yard like it's a big RC car for our baby. It's awesome. It's so good. <laughs> Modern technology blows my gourd. I It's got MP3 and like radio in it. It is the coolest little car, man. It's so <laughs> rad. <laughs> and wow. he can drive it too. He can do it too. So he can just take the wheel at any time. That's unbelievable. It's so fun, man. But uh, yeah, that was cool. But uh, we're not here for that, man. We're here for the music, man. So uh, I got to tell you, yeah. it has been an exciting couple of weeks man i gotta tell you yeah yeah what have you got new anything cool no <laughs> i'm that guy that i i am a habitual gasser mm. i will see something i will gas over it for a little while and then, you change and, and then i'll see something else that just you know gets my attention and then i get distracted by it and then i just forget about item number one for a while totally. and then it'll resurface about six months later and that's usually how it focus how it, you know my focus works oh, yeah. uh, in, in gear. Um, doesn't mean I haven't been fiending over new things, but it seems like every time we do a podcast, I'm fiending over something new. Dude, I, so, feel like I got the same problem, man. Every time we do a podcast, I'm like, oh, wow, I got to get something new this week. What am I going to talk about? Um, but I have made a New Year's resolution. Don't do those. You just I disappoint did. yourself. Well, okay, so <laughs> I did this with my this is my own doing this is my own will uh i i'm done buying for the year it's january i know it (laughs) i i really i did a whole lot last year bought a whole lot i mean you're you're looking at the spoils of the covid buying but i found really good deals and honestly i don't want to press my luck so i really want to take a year off I'm going to let some new stuff come out, let some things kind of fizzle out, wait for some sales next year on some old, like, new old gear, and maybe I'll make a move again later, but for right now, I'm done. Should we open a game up for the listeners that, like, do an open... <laughs> See op- how long it oh, like, oh, yeah, open up a betting pool, like, do an over-under on how long. Dude, I, I, I already got a feeling that it won't last as long as I want it to, but... Um, 
oh man, I, I really want to give up. Like, I've got, I've reached a point that like, I'll open Reverb and I, I find myself looking and I'm like, I can't. I've already got one. I don't want to buy another. You know what I mean? That's and true. so I'm running into that a whole lot. And um, which that's such like a, like such a spoiled thing to have a problem for. You know, but yeah. I really want to just kind of back off for a little while and focus on. Um, actually getting better <laughs> at the yeah. instrument itself. <laughs> I've, um, actually, now that you mentioned that, you know, all kidding aside, I don't think... It's probably been 11 months since I bought anything wow. big. Wow, that's huge yeah, for you, dude. actually, because I, between the amps and the guitars, I was, yeah, I, was pretty, I was pretty happy with what I had. And then, it was, so for me, it's always pedals. Yeah. Yeah. I, I mean, if you're not counting, you know, I needed a new power supply cable or something yeah, like yeah. that. I mean, that's just, yeah. but, but as far as like big purchases, I'm not pedal wise. Yeah. It's myself, probably, I'm not counting those things. So I understand yeah. where you come from. So yeah, probably, I mean, it's just necessities. You need yeah, those. Yeah. But as far as um, guitars, amps, pedals, that's my thing is the pedals. Um, yeah, I think I went on a on a pedal buying spree last February, I think it was. I'm calling um, it a bender. That's what I'm calling my <laughs> a, a bender. Were you, were you just kind of you just kind of blackout? You don't yeah, remember doing it? No, man, I, it just happens. Just, every every one of them just happens. You, you wake up to a mountain of delivery boxes on your yes, porch. And... Exactly. Yep. And I, I'm just I'm done with it right now, man. I, I got too many, but um, it's bringing me to. I gotta tell you about what's new, man. I got to. I'm yeah. itching to tell you. I got to tell you these things. All right. So I'm looking at them and they're pretty sweet, dude. Oh man. Okay. So I'm gonna save the best for last. We're gonna start off with the first one here, okay? Because okay. there are a few, okay? So I got a Silvertone 1449 reissue today. Just today. Came in the mail today. This thing is for a reissue guitar. Awesome. And you know, I was thinking about something earlier about reissues and people you know having problems with reissues would you call every fender telly or strat or jazz bass or anything that comes out a reissue just any model any model because i mean technically they've been making them this whole time same with gibson's you wouldn't call them reissues yeah, yes and no you know what i mean if, if they fender, just update the models right yeah well i was gonna say if gibson or fender were to come out with well let's just use uh, uh fender as an example yeah if they were to come out with a strat that was built to 1950s specs sure you know or that that and that's in that case yes i would yeah. say a reissue but they kind of already did that with the squire line exactly so fender not really it's it sometimes like maybe pickup configurations they may bring back but yeah. not really nothing's a reissue and you know yeah. for me uh, um I've, I've learned a lot of reissues get a bad rep that was me i'm sorry i hit the microphone stand but um I bought the Supro I've used from a guy, Supro Belmont, and I've had a real Supro, and I gotta say, the the reissue Supro, that's one reissue I can say, that's a reissue. It does mm -hmm. feel a lot different than the originals. Eh. You know, okay. it's not it's not a straight up original. So when people say, eh, it's a reissue, it's not the same. That would, yeah. that would In that case, yes. This is also a reissue. It's not the same, but I love what they've improved they, they on. They did a on fantastic it. job. It with looks it. cool. It plays cool. It feels cool, and it was in tune out of the box. They, they knocked that. Uh, this is, I mean, yeah. for my personal opinion here, they knocked that finish out of the park. That that is absolutely Dude, a beautiful finish. It's so cool, and the sound. It's got a really neat, just cool lipstick, jangly, awesome sound, dude. 
love it, man. It, I gotta say, it's it's super rad. And you, man, it rings out. You got, the, out, it, you got dude. that kind of the vintage vibe. Yeah, and, yeah. I, and that's what you want. Yeah, the old ones had a more plunky sound than this mm-hmm. does. This is bright and, and new strings, new pickups. Yeah, you know, and old stuff. It's gonna have old pickups. Old, you know. So I get that. Yeah. But I have I had an old one. I had an old um, the single pickup version of this with the mm-hmm. amp in the case. The neck was warped, all the crap, because, you know, the steel rod and all that crap. It didn't have it in, in the short-scale model. The body was even starting to warp. I mean, it was, like, just falling apart on me. Yeah, you know, I, I had to get rid of it. Mm-hmm. Got good money for it, but still, you know, I've always wanted another one, but I wasn't going to pull the you know, trigger on, like, a original again, because I just know that it don't last, mm-hmm. you know? And I don't want to have another guitar that I'm like, ugh, you know, it's going to deteriorate over time. So I was looking at these reissues. And I found, um, I, I did have a Silvertone uh, 1303, I think that's the model. It's the U2, like, peanut model. Mm-hmm. Um, the two lipstick pickups, the Dan Electro style, the yeah, Coke bottle yeah. headstock. I had one of those um, that I bought locally. I sold it. I missed it. You know, it's like, ah, oh, it was a cool guitar. I hate that I sold it, you know? Oh, yeah, I remember that one. Yeah, the silver one. Like, yeah. yeah, it was over at Mike's uh, heyday. And, yeah. Uh, yeah, everybody played it. It was a cool guitar. Shout out um, to Hey Good, Hey Day, hey Day Guitars, hey Day Guitar local one. shop, great shop. Um, I really, I really liked it. I sold it, hate that I did. So one popped up on Reverb, made an offer. Um, it was used and it was a customer return. They didn't want it at all. So yeah. it had issues. I was like, I can fix issues, no big deal. Made an offer, I got it. 80 bucks. $80, right? Wow. $20 shipping and handling. Two days later, the store messages me. Saying they sold the guitar, they have to issue me a refund. <laughs> Usually, no big deal. I'd be just like, eh, okay, whatever, no problem. You know, it was a good deal, so I was a little bummed out that I didn't get such a good deal because they're at three hundred new. I moved on, let it go. Right? They did not issue me a refund, so I had to message them back. Hey, I haven't got my money back. Yeah, it takes like three to five days. Three to five days pass. Did not get my money back. I reached out to Reverb. Reverb kind of held them accountable. They said something about they weren't going to be able to issue a refund. Um, asked me if there was some like, equivalent. Um, I said, I'd really just like a refund at this point. Yeah, you know? Yeah, yeah. Yesterday, I got a tracking number. Yeah. Oh, cool. Tracking number. They were sending me something. This showed up today. Oh, that's awesome. <laughs> so I got this. For a hundred bucks straight. No kidding. What a deal. And it was brand new in box. So I'm assuming they just get them. I don't know how they get them. I don't know. But don't care. Um, what a cool deal. Super stoked, man. Yeah. I mean, I got a good deal. They are It's three. a wild story behind getting the guitar. Dude, though, I mean, you know? I didn't even really expect it. Honestly, I had no idea. But um, I'm stoked about it. I'm, it's really cool. Uh, there was a little bit more back and forth with the, with the store. Um, but... End of the story on this one is I'm stoked. I got to thank that store. That's awesome. I'm not going to put their name out there. I've already done it on Reverb. I'm going to leave it at that. But uh, really, that was cool. But I know they got held accountable for selling my thing yeah, out from yeah. under me. I think that's what happened. I also think they had this thing coming last week when mm-hmm. this whole thing started. I think they might have sent this out by accident. <laughs> Because that's why they didn't give me a refund. Because what they sent Maybe. when they sent me the message with the uh, tracking number, they said, "This is non-returnable." 
okay. <laughs> not gonna <move> back. <laughs> so, um, yeah, um, pretty cool. I was pretty stoked. It is a great player. Totally recommend these little guys. Um, they're made by Samic. I mean, how cool. Really? Yeah. The new Silvertones are made by Samic. And, um, which is cool. I, oh, I don't it plays, mind. It plays great. Yeah, I don't mind that at all. Samic actually, they're so underrated. For a budget brand, they make killer guitars. The Greg Bennett guitars, um, super underrated. They're kind of ugly. They're not the greatest looking guitars, but they got really decent pickups in them. Mm -hmm. And believe it or not, they play really well. They feel great. Um, but this doesn't feel like that. This feels like a silver tone. And it plays like a silver tone, sounds like a silver tone. I really dig it. But got that in the mail today. It also, I also got another silver tone. Now, this one I actually did purchase. I got this old silver tone acoustic mm -hmm. that's like. It was my grandpa's acoustic, and I wanted to buy another one. Found one, bought it, had the original box, a silver tone box from the dang 50s. The guy had the box. Said it had been sitting in wow. a box in a closet for that long. And I bought it. That's that's unbelievable. Had to. You don't find them in this kind of condition, man. It was just a good condition, good buy, went for it, got it, happy with it, can't complain, love it, you know? Well... Those are my silver tones. Got those out of the way. Really stoked. <laughs> yeah. Well, my wife, before Christmas, um, we were talking about getting each other different gifts and stuff, and we were going back and forth about gifts. And um, there was one day I was just scrolling through Reverb, and um, I'm trying to think of a store that had it. I think it was Gear Tree or Gear Wire. I can't remember. It might have been Gear Tree. The one in Michigan? Yes. I think it's Gear Tree. Gear Tree. I believe. Yes. They were having a sale. Big sale. They had 35% off of guilds and a couple of guilds. And I bought a Starfire one. Originally, the thing was $399, you know, with the sale price. I got it for $270. Wow. Cannot complain. It said it had scratches on the body. Um,. I asked how bad the scratches were. They said, oh, it's definitely scratched up. I got it in the mail. I have not seen a scratch on the damn thing. I'm like, what is this? It was also a customer return. Look for customer returns on Reverb, man. You can get an amazing deal from something that somebody just bought and they didn't think was going to be their their bag, you know? I've, um, you know, I, I, I don't, again, like you were you know, referring to the store earlier, uh, I don't really want to use anyone's name. Yeah. Um, one particular seller, you know, well, I've bought a ton of boss pedals from them. And it always says mint condition. Mm -hmm. It's not, you know, new. Oh, yeah. Or whatever. It's not brand, it's not listed brand new. It's certainly not priced brand new. <laughs> yeah. Um, and I've bought pedals from them and, just as good you as know, new. Thirty, forty dollars cheaper sometimes, depending oh, yeah. on depending on on which stock box it is. Sorry, um, <laughs> but still in the wrap. Oh yeah, still sealed. Oh yeah, like it's never been opened. And I was, dude, there's no way. There's That's no how that DD seven I bought was when I got it. It came in the box and everything. And like you even said, when you yeah. got over here, you're like, "Damn, the thing's like great condition." Yeah, yeah, I know, dude. Like thirty bucks. Hell yeah, you know weird i don't know how that happens but sometimes they get stuff and i just don't understand how it could be so cheap this is one of the cases this guild starfire um so i recently got a guild acoustic as well i got one the westerly d 
40s, I think is what it's called. Great, I can't remember Great that. acoustic, by the way. Cool uh, acoustic. Fantastic great. player. Also, really good deal for anybody wanting a little bit more advanced acoustic than just your standard Epiphone, yeah. you know? Mm-hmm. Um, got it really good. I, I really loved it. I've always wanted Guilds. This thing popped up. They had two. They had the double cutaway and the single cutaway Starfire. This has got the coil taps on it. It's got the stop tail bridge, and it's in the cool walnut finish, the dark brown mm-hmm. walnut finish. Very cool. I love a walnut finish, too. I, there's, oh, yeah. That, that's a soft spot for me. It's beautiful. Beautiful guitar. And uh, it's a little quiet, but I hear a little bit of it. That just sounds cool, man. It's got a lot of... This is the neck. And then the coil taps is really... It just makes a big difference, man. really does. And that's, that's, a good, that's a thing that I've never... I've never had on a guitar is, is one that will coil tap like that. Um, I can only imagine that that's a super, super handy feature. Oh, man, it... It you is know, for, a cool for, one. It's a neat feature to have. I, I haven't ever had a coil tap like this before. I uh, played a lot. I played like the Epiphones. Mm-hmm. Um, and it does, I mean... Like the 339s and things yeah. like that that have the, yeah. Yeah. I will say it. it is not single coil tone. It's just, it's like a major cut to the pickup. Mm-hmm. That to me is what it sounds like. Because, like, okay, this is the bridge. Without it, with it. It's just a big cut, you know? Mm-hmm. But um, I do like it. I think it's neat. Well, I, I think it probably also saves somebody from having to take multiple guitars to gigs. Oh, yeah. If you're just playing somewhere local and you don't want to take... So you, could, you could probably take that and leave the single coil at home. Yes. You know, and I think Definitely. you're probably still going to get the job done. Yeah. You know? Um, this is a really cool hollow body to get because you get a lot of different tones from it. There is hardly any videos of the stop tail bridge one on youtube at all i can't i'm gonna post one i think i think i'm gonna put a video up of this thing you mentioned that yeah seems like the only ones that i with the bigsby Bigsby. yeah Yeah. and dude i'm so happy i bought it because i was worried about it at first i don't know man because you know i just wasn't sure i got it i gotta say dude it is super cool and for the money what a good deal i yeah it it really changed my mind about i thought it was gonna be a cheapo one but man it It's got that like awesome guild, like just fun sound. Sounds great. Sounds like old school country. It's just cool, man. I love it, and I love the hollow body. Uh, I just, I just think it's neat, man. I've always wanted a Starfire for the Kinks thing, you know. Yeah, that's, yeah. You know, that's old school, but um, it it really does give you that feel. But it has been my favorite new thing I've gotten. I played it like crazy since I got it. Uh, she wouldn't let me play until after Christmas, you know, because it came in. She's like, no, that's your Christmas present. So it said in the music room, and I had to look at it, and I couldn't play it. But uh, when I finally did, man, it was just super sweet. Uh, and, uh, oh, the old forbidden fruit. Yeah, it's for real, man. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, but man, it was it was totally worth the wait. Uh, it has been fun. Right out of the box, too, perfect setup. I have not touched it. I like that the action's a little higher on this one than the mm-hmm. other uh, hollow bodies I have. It gives it a different sound a different feel the neck is comfortable the finish is flawless i mean for something that they said was a customer return the dude i would have never guessed that i mean i, I haven't seen anything on it that looks remotely like a scratch 
nothing. I think somebody just bought it not expecting it to, you know, or it just didn't fit their need. But, man, I really dig it. What a good yeah. game. So, Sounds good. Yeah. I, I've actually considered um, the Starfire series as well. With the, uh, with the yeah, well, with the with the double cutaway, yeah. you know, kind of more the three thirty five yeah, yeah. style. Uh, those pickups don't sound anything like, oh, man. just like Gibson humbucker pickups, yeah. you know. Uh, but uh, that actually sounds really really good. It uh, sounds but so good, I considered man. the that Starfire double cutaway, and I'll be honest with you, a guitar that I've always loved the look of because it's a little weird is their Thunderbird. Oh, I Such a love cool. the that look is of that a, guitar. That is a really fun, weird guitar. I've always wanted one that had the kickstand in the back. You know? Did you ever see that? Uh-uh. Okay, so the originals, they put a, they put a stand in the back of it. So it had this bar in the back, and it was just a kickstand, and it just popped out, and you could just set it anywhere you want to. Really? Yeah, because the bottom of it was asymmetrical, or it was symmetrical, and it had the tunic, it had the strap buttons on both sides originally. So you could just set it down. Yeah, so cool. How neat. Well, that's, that's such a cool thing. Uh, a built-in stand. Huh. You know? <laughs> well, <laughs> yeah. if it works. It works. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, those are cool. Uh, the switching on those is really cool, too, because uh, they basically kind of took from Fender with the Jaguar, and mm-hmm. so you got all these cool, like, phase switches and stuff on those pickups. Mm-hmm. Man, you can get some really cool sounds out of their mini humbuckers because yeah. of those phase switches. I mean... You can get anything from your your Thunderbird, your Gibson Thunderbird sound to your Fender Jaguar sound, all up to like a pretty decent SG sound. Like you can get a really thick, bold sound out of it. Really fun guitar. I think the first time I ever saw one of those, I feel like it maybe I, they maybe they were on TV, Letterman or Saturday Night Live or something like that. But I saw the Black Keys. Yeah. On TV, and I was like. That is the coolest looking guitar. What is that? And I caught the headstock just right. Yeah, yeah. You know, and I guild. realized it yeah. was a guild. I was like, man, that's cool. That's cool as hell. Like, what is that? And and I looked it up until I figured out what it was. But oh, yeah, know, I, I've I've loved the look of them. You know, ever since it was a favorite of Muddy Waters. Was it really? Yeah, it was like he had that and a Telecaster. And that because I feel like I, I remember yeah, the telly, but that was a muddy waters thing. It was a it was a really cool guitar for him. <laughs> like I, I have a I have an album where he's on the front of it playing it, but there's some videos of him playing it. Pretty cool. Uh, it really, I mean, just a neat blues machine, but also like Love and Spoonful. They played the guitar player from Love and Spoonful. Oh, he yeah. played one. I um, forgot about that. Yeah, uh, the Monkees. Uh, they were always they always went through like Gretsch's and Guilds. Yeah, and um, I've seen pictures of them with them. It's a guitar that kind of made its rounds, but, like, you never see it with a big, big, big group, like a super group. Like, the Rolling Stones, they didn't play guilds necessarily. You didn't ever see them rocking a Thunderbird. So... Now that you mention that, no. No, never. But, I mean, you know, guilds the American brand that I feel like got forgotten about. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And I would... I will put this guitar... This is one of their cheaper line models. I would put this up against any Gibson right now. This thing kicks its butt man i love it and honestly i feel like any guild that you buy is gonna make a gibson look like trash i mean they're I'm, just uh, good i don't know we'll have to that, uh, that'd, be, that'd, be, that'd be fun man we ought to it's go a good, it's a we good challenge go to like it's a, a local sp- a specific oh, superstore the only, the only guitar <laughs> i mean like, with nationwide retailer <laughs> that it just and because out, because, because i can't afford a gibson that's what yeah. that boils down to um it is different sounds 
You know, they're they are different sounds. Just just the playability in the field. You should I mean, do a head to head. I mean, that would be, I'd be so fun, fun to do a head. That'd be really fun head to head, man. That would really be cool. Like, we, we should, should just, just we should just pick out like five guitars and just go to town and just do like yeah, just record it, go to town and do a head to head competition. Let's do it tonight. <laughs> yeah, let, let me. Uh, I'm just joking. Let, let me let me go get my Gibson out of the car. Like, well, we got uh, guitars in here. We can mess around, man. We can make it happen. We can make it happen. Yeah. But um, no, nah, man. I, I I'm I do love this thing. I think it's really cool. I I'm happy I got it for such a deal, man. I even new, not you know on sale. This thing is still a good deal. I mean, like it is still a bargain. Like honestly, I've since I've gotten it, I've looked at the other models. And considered so many of them because it is so cool. I really love it. Yeah. Um, I've even looked at the Day Armands from like the nineties and early two thousands. Cool. Dude, oh man, uh, the Day Armand Starfire that has the Day Armand pickups in it. Man, I've been looking at them. Really considering one, but I've made my New Year's resolutions. I'm waiting. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Another reason why we Don't should it. just go <laughs> sit down in a store and do that. Yeah. Yeah, for sure, for sure. But uh, yeah, man, it's that's been my once new really. Um, so other than that, man, nothing's really been coming in new. I, I've I've taken a break on pedals and things. Um, I did get uh, some more TC electronic pedals. I got the Honeypot Fuzz and the Echo Brain. They came in. Um, Neato. Got them cheap, which they're cool pedals. I gotta say, the Honeypot is just a big muff sounding clone thing it's cool i mean it's just another big muff sound you know what i mean how yeah many, how many can you have yeah, i got all of them right? i was gonna say i know how you feel about yeah. those that's i got so many now and i I'm, i kind of was like why don't i buy this you know but it was a good deal and honestly it's one of the more expensive ones if you find them and um so when i found it i was like yeah all right if i can get it for cheap i'll get it for cheap yeah, yeah. cheap um me and Austin, we found these Ernie Ball Expression Tremolos. Well, I found them, and I sent Austin a, a link to it. I was like, dude, this store's kind of on sale. And um, we made a move on them, and they were like 50% off. These are $200 pedals. Oh, crap. Yeah, and we got them mega cheap. But um, I got one, and Austin got the other one, and that was it. That was all they had. <laughs> I tried to get you in on the deal, but you didn't go for it. There's two of them in stock. But, uh... It was a neat one, and let's see if we can get some, let's see, right now I think I got the reverb turned up on it. Here, a little bit of that reverb, let's see, it's going to come in, it's a little bit of amp reverb, but we're going to max it out with the, you can hear that, it got real deep real quick. Sorry if it's peeking out on the podcast, it's probably a little loud, but um, it's really cool. That's just the reverb that's built into it, which is cool. I like it by itself. Let's see. Flip the switches, turn the knobs. <laughs> Let's get a little bit of tremolo going here. Let's see. That's the harmonic tremolo coming through. I got it turned kind of down right now, but... got that really kind of cool like univibe sound not mad at it not mad at it not mad at it uh, that's a i can't remember if that's the sine wave or the square wave but 
The weird thing about it is, with these Ernie Ball pedals, is there's no on and off switch. So it's just always on. But, I mean, it is such a clean signal path that you don't... It ain't hurting my tone. But um, that is something that I find odd. Like, why is there no on and off switch, you know? That's weird. <laughs> but, um... <laughs> makes, you, makes you wonder, like, am I about to... It's like when you have the wah-wah pedal and you don't realize it's on still. Yeah, like, you got why am I peeking out? Like, why is yeah, my treble totally, totally. through the roof right now? Um, it's cool, though. Uh, it was cool. Uh, he got his way before I got mine. Uh, mine took a long time to come in the mail. But it finally got here, and it is cool, worth it. Really neat pedal. Purple. Purple people eater. Uh, it's, uh, is it purple? It's purple, man. Nothing as purple as could be. But um, cool. You know, another neat tremolo. I think it might be my favorite tremolo I own at the moment, too. I really, I really dig it. I like it. I like that it's got that uh, roto vibe feel, mm-hmm. you know, because I missed that roto vibe I had uh, with the chorus and the just the vibrato. I like that it's got that, but when I had the roto vibe, all I wanted it to do, I wanted it to be tremolo. I didn't want the, I didn't want the vibrato in it. I wanted the tremolo yeah. because I found that the roto vibe, at least the one I had, the vibrato was so pitchy. It was like you get, I mean, it was like a pitch shifting mess. That's, that's one of the things I've never liked a vibrato for that reason. Yeah, it was like just it, like, it made everything really weird. So I did. Yeah. <laughs> I just and, couldn't get into yeah, it, you know? I, I've never, it, and that's the funny thing is when it comes down to it, it's like they're, they're, they're kind of like sister effects, you yeah. know, with um, vibrato and chorus, it seems yes. like, you know, or at least, uh, was it the old CE1 had mm-hmm. vibrato and chorus? Yeah, but, yeah, yeah. Um, Which is, you know, and the Univibe did. Univibe yeah. was... Vibrato and chorus. Yeah, and but I, I, but I swear, like I love chorus. Yeah, absolutely love chorus. Yeah, and I love the univibe effect. Yeah, straight up vibrato, not a Weird. fan. But that not a fan. It's kind of why I like this more because I like the harmonic tremolo. I think that's a really neat sound, and it kind of gives me what I want from a vibrato pedal. Like it's not as intense as the vibrato, you know. What I mean? mm-hmm. Um, so I like that part of it, and I like that I can adjust it via the pedal itself as opposed to a knob. That makes it. An A plus. Well, well uh, just adjustments on the fly. Oh, I mean, yeah, I mean, yeah. Like so that. cool. You know, you can just, like, crank it and do this cool, like, rev up thing. That's, that's really fun. <laughs> but, um, yeah, and I, so you've been talking to me about um, wanting to get a rap pedal again. I'm, I'm going through um, a rat phase. Uh, yeah, I was going to say, I was going to say, let's call it a phase because... I, I, you it, grew out the rat tail and that. Uh, and, yeah. <laughs> and I don't know how I feel about it. You got the rubber band around the end of it. It looks weird. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> It's like the mini man bun. Kind of got no. It's uh, all the way down to your like your shoulders. Yeah, <laughs> hanging on one side. That should make a comeback. You know, it's like, like, we're talking about reissue guitars, man. There needs to be reissue like rat tails. Yeah, I saw this lady with a rat tail one day. I was like, whoa, that's weird, man. That is like the strangest thing. Like, I got. I don't know. A rat tail. There's man. a lot of stuff making comebacks, guys. Let's <laughs> yeah, make it yeah. happen. Well, there needs to be uh, a, uh... <laughs> the reason I bring this up is, um, so I've been trying to convince you to look into these little bear pedals. I keep hitting my mic tonight. I'm so sorry, everybody. <laughs> What's well, our first night with these new stands? Yeah, so we're trying we're, out we're some not, new we're stands. Not, we're not used to having them. <laughs> my stand sucks. It's still the same old one. But uh, um, so mine's, mine's new. I feel privileged. Yeah, I, I gave you the new one. <laughs> uh, so I have a little bear RT2 Rat Attack. Um, and man, I I love it. It is such a neat, cool pedal. Um, and I've been trying to tell you, dude, you need to look at one. I think I think for the money, it really nails the rat sound. Well, oh, I'm gonna take it with me tonight and, and try it out. You know, it's if you are willing to. Oh yeah. 
loan it out for a seven day period. Little taste of it, here <laughs> Oh yeah, and I'm sure if you were to turn that distortion level up, I'm sure it probably gets pretty nasty. Oh yeah, and that was just on the the vintage mode, so that's that's based on the original like big box rap. It was what a uh, late seventies, early eighties. Are you talking about the early eighties? The original, original? No, like the early eighties model. I okay, say. like the, I would say like okay. yeah, small box early eighties. This is the turbo mode. Ready for this? Mm -hmm. Now I like the turbo mode because it's got these uh, LEDs, like clipping LEDs on it, so you can you see they're clipping as that's happening. But also, it does kind of it gives it a just a different feel. I don't know cool. if that's coming through on the mic or not, but uh, it's probably super loud on the there mic. There is a little bit more uh, saturation, yeah. You know, on that on the signal. It's that was the turbo rat, and it also has the dirty rat feature. So yeah, that's, different I, pedal. I never I never played through one of those. Cool so too. I'm, They're um, very cool. I'm interested. A little less volume. Let's see. Still a cool sound, a lot less volume, but I like it. So essentially, it's the stock early '80s Rat. Yep. And the the Turbo Rat and the U Dirty Rat all bundled into one. Yes. I've now. This is interesting because I've actually seen a number of uh, mod companies doing that. Doing doing pretty much the exact same thing. Yeah. It's the greatest um, hits. That's yeah, what yeah. <laughs> you get all the rat pedals in one yeah. one enclosure. Enclosure. I can't talk tonight. Oh, you're. Uh, I got the. the um, but yeah, basically all of them in one enclosure, which just I mean, just think pedal board space. If you if you got yeah, man. if you got it velcroed down, who wants to take the thing back up and replace it versus and space? I mean, when you with the board, you got to look at real estate. Too, for real, how and much it takes this up. is normal rat size, like the standard rat. Yeah. Pedal size. Yeah. Um, what I'll say is, I've had an original rat. I've had a reissue rat, one from like 2000s. I've had a few different one models. Um, this is my favorite sounding one I've had. And quality wise, the build quality was great. Um, this one's used and it's awesome. I dig it. Um, I think I think the build quality to me I feel like it's still slightly better than the real Proco, um, which I'm kind of shocked. But also Proco to me they're great pedals, awesome pedals. I'm not I'm not trying oh, to, oh, I'm not trying to bash innovators, them. Innovators, yeah. Know, if they're ever totally, they're, yeah, oh yeah. Not absolutely. trying to bash them for anything, but I do find that they are they're not boss. They're not you know they're built tough, but I do find that components will die. You know because I mean if anything I've had to replace a foot switch in one of them. I had a the filter pot and one just go completely outside, but it's just useless. Mm -hmm. um, and sometimes they get scratchy sounding real quick. So uh, mine, uh, the issue that I had with one um, was that uh, I had a noisy switch. Not, yeah, yeah. Like, uh, big where, pop when you step yeah, on it. Gosh, and it yeah. was so loud. It was they like, hold static. Yeah. yeah, it was like when I when I would, I guess when I had the amp loud enough, it sounded like a gunshot going <laughs> off in the room. Yeah. You know? Oh yeah, but, dude, for sure. Um, don't have that with this one. And I'll, I, I strongly recommend it. You can buy it new 
on Amazon for 50 bucks. It's worth it. And, and I just checked to verify that earlier yeah, this it's evening. It's there. It, it, yeah, all, all day long. All yeah, day long. Totally. And it's totally worth it. It is one of the best rat pedal clones out there. I love it. They did a really good job. Yeah, and I've, I've actually, because I've been looking at, gosh, I've been looking at a bunch of them. Yeah. I've been looking at uh, JHS has their pack rat mod, yeah. um, or did. I don't. I believe they've discontinued those. The uh, Walrus Audio Iron Horse, mm-hmm. uh, very similar. Uh, the with the three way toggle switch. I'm assuming it's probably similar voicing. Yeah, yeah. Um, Kinetone. Mm-hmm. Yeah, mo- yeah. Mods and sells rats. Um, you could buy the rat brand new from them, already modded. Um, That's pretty cool. Yeah. Uh, I'm seeing a lot of them on Reverb used that have been modded. A lot. Yeah, which I think the mods are cool. The mods the, are the, cool. Depending on, depending on who's modded it and, and, and kind of what they did with it. To me... You're looking at a very interesting, unique pedal. Yeah, very. You, you know, so that's very. that. I think that kind of adds a little bit of a To me, this is the mod. So to me, this is like the way to go because you get the best... It's like I said, oh, the best and, and honestly, that's probably the most common mod. Yes. Is the only other rat that I would be interested in myself personally, after having the the actual rats and stuff, because I grew up with them. I mean, that was something that was always in the pawn shop where we lived. Was yeah. rat pedals. You could always go into Shannon's pawn shop in King, North Carolina, and pick up mm-hmm. a daggone rat pedal. It was always there. Yeah. It was like somebody around that town just had rat pedals, and they were always selling them. But, um, rat pedals and boss like yeah that like was it distortions yeah we found them yeah i think i may have went through at least six or seven rats at least and this one's been my favorite i love it i think it's super cool for the money it's super cool i spent less on this than I did any of them uh you know can't can't go wrong i i really have no qualms with it man it's just fun you really yeah. should look into them i also bought after i bought it the little bear rat attack um, I was curious about their other stuff. They don't have a whole lot of other stuff. Uh, they, they're, you know, they're a small company. They have like a two preamp overdrive pedal. It's, it's neat, but it's not really my flavor. Mm-hmm. I saw the Mammoth Fuzz, which is just a ZVEX Wooly Mammoth Fuzz clone as well. And it's just straight black with a little red Wooly Mammoth on it. And his eyeballs light up when you click it. <laughs> which, and, is, uh, which I think that's the coolest thing the whole thing. thing. And um, <laughs> let's see, let's go a little clean. Clean tone. I'm still playing through Guild, by the way. So here we go. You ready for this? It might be Wooly. Do it. This is Wooly. Do it. Oh, man. Through a thing. This may peak out really bad. Like, I mean, it's Wooly. I don't even think we can play it. It's so Wooly. It's coming through all the microphones. <laughs> but, dude, it's... I love how we just keep using the word Wooly. Wooly. I love it. Man, it is, it's a cool pedal, too. And also cheap and fun. And, I mean, I, yeah, you can buy the ZFX, sure. If, you know, but, yeah, why not buy this? That's fun, too, yeah. you know? Well, especially if it's... It, and, obviously, if you want to buy the ZFX... I'm not telling or, you not or, to. Or, or, you know, <laughs> if you want to buy the ZVEX, or you know, if we go back to the Rat, yeah. if you want to go out and do what I think any person that's a fan of the Rat wants to do, and get that 1981 Innovations clone of the Rat they've that's got like $200 out, two hundred dollar Rat at least, and it, like, it, what's it do different? It sounds amazing, but I don't know. But does it sound like a know, Rat? 
I've, yeah, I've I've never played I've never played one personally. Yeah, I know I've seen the videos, but they're based on a woodcutter rat. Yeah, essentially. Yeah, essentially. Uh, but if you don't know whether or not the woolly mammoth fuzz, yeah, or a rat is right for you, this is a good way to go. Yeah, but I mean, before you go and spend bukus of money on the, uh, the boutique, mm-hmm. you know. What's wrong with getting something like this and seeing whether or not, hey, is it going to fit in your, you know... Yeah. Uh, Sound-wise, is it going to fit into your rig? Yeah, totally. You know, is it going to do what you want it to do? A rat has been a staple in my rig for a long time. I've always liked the rats for different reasons. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't use them as much anymore because I'm more of, I'm just a clean-amp guy these days. But <laughs> I will say... Oh, I'm I'm a clean up guy too until yeah. I turn the dirt pedals on, which uh, is you, like then all you the leave time. Them on. <laughs> it's all you. Use. I gotta have a, I gotta have a clean amp as a nice bedrock. Though. Yeah. Oh so, yeah. yeah. For sure. I, you know, I I, got, I like them, man. I, these little bear pedals are they've impressed me, and together I didn't even spend nowhere near a hundred dollars on both of them together. And I can't say I mean I'm sure that 1981 pedal is cool, but. I bet if we yeah. set them side by side, you wouldn't be able to blind taste test these suckers. You'd be like, I couldn't tell. I I, I couldn't imagine that you'd be able to tell. Also, um, yeah, I mean, that, that that I mean, that's the thing is is I I mean, all I can tell is what I've seen on the video. Oh yeah, for sure. You know, and and but that's not the same as having it in right person. in front of you. Yes, and, and that's I think that's a. That's an important distinction. I, I don't yes. think that people are taking into consideration. Is and it's, that's so true. I watch a lot of videos, and they can make a pedal sound great, but when you're hearing, golly, when you're hearing a Boss DS1 through a divided by 13 tube amp, it sounds like a different Boss DS1 than if you're running it through a Fender solid state. <laughs> you know oh, yeah, I mean? absolutely. <laughs> so, <laughs> which not not a knock on any solid states out there, right? dude. There's some solid states out there, right? Oh, Speaking yeah. of which, I mean, if we go on that tangent for a minute, some solid states are amazing. Dude, there are well. some solid state amps out there that are blowing my mind with how good they sound. Tell me, I want to know. I mean, like, what, are you, what have you found like, recently? Like ten years ago, if you were to ask me, tube or solid state, I would have told you tube all the way. Twice on Sundays, you know, mm-hmm. like all every day. Yeah. And I still f- feel at the way. at the end of the day, I yeah. still feel that way. That's still like I love the way a good tube amp sounds. Sure. However, the new Boss Katana. It sounds cool. The Katana series sounds great. Yeah. Uh, the Orange uh, Crush series. They sound good. Amps too. have come a long way. They they have. Um, yep. I feel like what is the one Marshall has out? Um. I feel like they have one out now. I don't uh, know, but I have played through some older Marshall Solid States that have blown my socks off. Yeah. I've oh, also man. played through some Marshall Solid States that didn't sound yeah, good didn't at sound, all. Yeah, it Yeah, it sounded like you know, crap. Yeah, but uh, I played through some And I had 80s. one. I had one, and I was, you know, yeah. I, kind of bummed, but... It was one of them. It was a, like a Super Lead 212 or something like that. It was just a 212 combo in Solid State. I think it was 50 watts. Man, I think it sounded cool. I loved it. I wish I would have bought it when I saw it. But, oh yeah. Um, I mean, let's not. I mean, let's not forget. Like honestly, probably the king of solid state, and it has been since day one with the Roland Jazz Chorus. Oh yeah, man. I mean, if you want clean, I don't Dude. think you can get any cleaner than that. The Roland Blues Cube. Oh man, what a cool! It's yeah. like a. It's basically like a. It's like having a solid state Fender Deville. <laughs> it's weird. Yeah. Really cool amp. I mean, they, and they sound great. I mean, they. It, you know, it gets really close to a tube sound. 
it ain't quite there, but I mean, honestly, for my money, it, it hits it. I, mm-hmm. I love it. I think they're great. I I'm always been a solid state person. I mm-hmm. mean, I, I've had two amps, but to me, and we've had this talk before. I, I get really cool tones out of my solid state amps, and I can't I can't be mad at them. I love some Fender solid state. I'm playing right now through a Harvard Reverb Two. This is an '80s Paul Riviera designed, mm-hmm. you know, awesome little uh, 35 watt with one 10 inch speaker in it. It's a Princeton killer, man. Yeah. To me, I think this amp. I had a deluxe reverb. This thing killed it. And let's face it, at the end of the day, as far as there are the benefits of having solid state. Oh yeah. Amplifiers. One weight. If you <laughs> yeah. if you are gigging and you're having to load and unload, and let's face it, every single venue oh, wor- yeah. worldwide has a flight of stairs and you're going to have to carry that thing up a flight of stairs. That's For the way sure. that works. <laughs> For sure, okay. So, For sure. um, <laughs> loading it and unloading it from the yeah. car, you know, and, and of course somebody was parked in front of the back door. So you had to load, you know, yep. lug it even farther. That's neither here nor there. The point is two bands are heavy. Yes. And I don't care if it's, um, my little black star HT five. Yes. No bigger than what it is. Is dense. Oh yeah. Um, I can't. Uh, my Marshall Origin fifty combo is super heavy. <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah. Um, which is a pretty good size combo. Out, but pushing you, like fifty pounds, it, probably. It, it, uh, yeah, probably. Yeah. yeah. I I haven't set it on a scale or anything. Yeah. You know, but um, but yeah, it's it's heavy. Them tube chassis, it, man. They're no joke. Really and truly. So as yeah. far as like a gigging musician taking something. Throwing it in the back of the car mm-hmm. and carrying it in, that's going to save your back. Oh, yeah. First off. Second off, odds are musicians are the only ones that are going to pick up on the difference in tone. Yeah. Your oh, yeah, average sure. concert, you know, or They're not you know, the, it. the average person that's going to go to the show, to them, it's, it's loud, it's music. Yeah. That's what they want to hear. They're not looking at the specifics. Yeah, you know they're not really looking at your pedal board. No, they're not really looking at your amps. You know, they're they're just they're here to see a show, and hear the show. Um, volume, I don't think is that big of a deal anymore because everything's going to get mic'd. It's going to go so true. It, you know, so it, it's one of those things that it's one thing to record with tubes. Yeah, and to have in your personal collection when it comes down to gigging and mm-hmm. traveling with them. Man, some of the the way some of these solid state amps sound, you'd almost be crazy not to use solid states exclusively for that yeah. purpose. Oh yeah. Uh, I mean, and and they've actually gotten good enough that they take pedals like a champ. Oh man. Well, okay. <laughs> when you say gotten good enough, yeah. I find okay. To me, because I I have I'm I've invested interest in solid states. I really like solid yeah, state yeah. a lot. To me, they've always been really good. Um, there was a lag. I think there was a lag. And I think, I and this is going to come as a shocker, I think the yeah. 90s hit and the lag came, and I think it was musical taste that killed it. But as I think a lot of companies tried to mm-hmm. um, reach out to the teenagers, and so a lot of the solid state amps just were really focused toward the, the budget, you know, yeah. people learning. Yeah. So they put crappy features, and they made them sound a lot less yeah. good. But... From the '60s all the way up to the '80s, mm-hmm. Solid State was killer, man. Um, 
you remember I had the I had a Fender Capricorn, um, which is a rare amp. Yeah, yeah, that thing was solid state, and that was um, a pretty good size amp too, wasn't it? Was that three twelve inch JBL speakers in that sucker? Because I, I can't remember <laughs> if it was three or if it was four. Yeah, yeah, three three twelve inch JBLs. God, uh, that was a cool amp, too. dude. That thing was monster. It was so cool. Um, <laughs> you remember having to load that up? And yeah, I loved it. Though, though, like... But I mean, even that big, you know, it was a big amp. But even still, if it was tube, God, I wouldn't have been able to pick it up. But um, it was a super reverb killer. Um, it did not have any overdrive in it whatsoever, though. It was just straight up cleaning up. But man, yeah. it was the cleanest amp, and it was so great for surf because it had that plate reverb that was just reverb yeah. for days, and it had a really good tremolo built into it. Hate that I ever had to get rid of that thing. Um, that was that was my turning point when I got that. I was like, oh, this is awesome. But I've always wanted to get more into the Fender Solid State from the 60s, um, mm-hmm. the CBS era Fender Solid States, mm-hmm. because, like, they got a Twin Reverb that's Solid State. They got a Princeton Reverb that's Solid State. They got, like, you know, Deluxe Reverb at Solid State. Yeah. And those are so cool. They sound so neat. And they don't sound like the tube version, mm-hmm. but they sound of the time. No, oh, yeah, know what I mean? absolutely. And a lot of people don't realize that, like, so Vox was making solid state amps in the U.S. So mm-hmm. like, I had the uh, the pacemaker, which also, by the way, on the last podcast we did, I was talking about a Vox pacemaker. I was not playing through a Vox pacemaker. I was playing through a Vox Pathfinder. I'm so sorry. I gotta I gotta correct that while it's on my mind. But so anyway, I did have a Vox pacemaker. Um, and it was from like '65, and it was the solid state one. There was a tube model. There was a solid state model. I got the solid state one. It had a mid boost that was my favorite sound ever. You could nail all your classic 60s rock tones with yeah. that thing. Nail them. I mean, it had an overdrive. You would not believe it wasn't tube. It was 15 watts, and it would blow you away. It was so loud. It was a 12-inch speaker in it. One of the coolest, coolest solid-state amps. The only reason I got rid of it it's because the germanium transistors were starting to fade out a little mm-hmm. bit, and you get a little bit of farty tones out of those, and you can't replace them. When they're gone, they're gone, man. I had a Kensington bass amp, totally gone. I mean, once those yeah. transistors go, good luck. You're on your own. People yeah. won't even bother to touch them because they're like, we're not going to be able to get anything. They, you can get the silicone version to go in it. Mm-hmm. It'll burn it up. It just burns right through that thing. Wow. Yeah, so you know that was a bummer. They got rid of those, you know, Vox got rid of that kind of stuff. But now, I love my little Vox solid state amps. They're great. They're really cool. They got the new tube technology, which is technically mm-hmm. tube, but it's like this tube solid state hybrid thing. Sounds super cool, mm-hmm. too. Um, but other companies, um, Univox had amazingly cool, just super neat solid state amps that had stuff like the Super Fuzz built into them. I mean, that people don't even realize that you can get. Like, you can get, you know, this $500 pedal built in as a feature on an amp from that time period, and you can get all the cool sounds yeah. for, like, 150 bucks if you look. Very cool. Yeah. Very cool. And I, I, I tell you, it's... Um, I cannot remember. I was actually just watching a video about this the other day, and someone was talking about the new solid states, the new wave that is that that, yeah. that is that has now gotten onto the market, and um, you know, like I mentioned, the katanas and sure. and things like that. And I cannot remember which amp it was. 
that he was basically using to prove the point mm-hmm. with. Uh, just how close these things can get now to really, honest to goodness, emulating tube saturation. It's amazing. And, and, and just natural amp overdrive. That warmth that you get with tubes, yeah, you can get with these things now. And it, it, but it's always been there. That's yeah. the other thing. So, what people don't understand is, a lot of times they had these uh, F, uh, FET transistors, um, which MXR made a pedal with that in it now. Mm-hmm. Um, was it the Fet Drive or yeah, whatever? Fet drives, yeah, Fet yeah, Drive. Yeah, yeah. Um, so with those, a lot of the early solid state amps had those transistors in them, and they overdrive, and they overdrive like a tube. And so you can get just amazingly cool sounds out of amps that you that aren't tube that you would never think you'd get them out of. I have a PV Basic 40 bass amp in here that's got those in it. And you turn the knobs right, and you can make it overdrive like a tube amp. Mm-hmm. The Paul Rivera Harvard Reverb 2, it has one of the best-sounding overdrives in it out of all the amps I've ever had. I, I don't run overdrive pedals with it. I don't need to. It's got it. And it sounds amazing. And I recommend buying them. But I don't want anybody to buy them because I want to buy them all, man. I mean, <laughs> <laughs> they're that which, good, you which, know. <laughs> now, but like I said, I'm actually, I'm, I've actually considered, you know, getting a solid state. Do it. With that, but with all that said, too, at the end of the day, I still love tubes. And I tell you, you know what I, re- you know what I really want? And just. You always really want something, uh, but you never really, do. I, well, this, this one, this one, do it. I, don't, I don't think you can go Pull wrong, trigger, but no. Pull like, trigger. You know, it says, be my bank account if I do, but yeah. no. Um, I want a Mesa Boogie. Oh. Dude. Dude, you can get Mesa Boogies are a lot cheaper than you think. Yeah, I know, but like, you can get, yeah. you can get, you can get a Boogie amp for a lot cheaper than you think. And honestly, dude, the, the secret to Mesa Boogies... The lower the wattage, the better they are. That's a secret that a lot of people don't realize. Is it just the way that it saturates? Yeah. Like, they I guess are like so a light, lo- like, They're like, so loud. They're so loud to begin with. They, I mess a boogie amp. It's so insane. But like, what is, is it about where like the lower the wattage, the lower the headroom, the no, the lower the breakup, the lower the wattage, the higher the headroom. And yeah, you will get some breakup, but I mean, you you can crank those things and they sound great. And you can you can get anything from just full on saturation to like just a little bit of saturation, even at a very loud volume. Interesting. Yeah, go with a low volume. I go with a low wattage one. You can get. I think there's like a 15 watt boogie out there that you can get, and you can find them on Reverb for like four if you're looking. Really? Yeah, dude. If okay, you're looking, you can find them. I'm thinking like you know, I'm looking at. At least twelve. No, 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 no. You can get them used. You can find them on the used okay. market a lot cheaper than you think. Okay. And I, I with boogies, I always recommend buying used because you can buy them new and they're great. That's yeah. awesome. But you're putting a whole lot of money into something that you can just buy used. That somebody's already went through the trouble of. Oh, okay. I'm going to change just one tube out because yeah, I'm not really into that particular tone. Mm-hmm. And they've already made it sound really good. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Um, they take a minute to break in. Uh, I've known people to get Mesa Boogies, and they're like, ah, I, want, I, did, I had to break in this tone because I had the weird tone right off the bat. It don't. Some of them sound Fenderish, some of them sound Marshally. They're weird, you know. It's yeah. a weird brand, but very cool. Dude, get you one. Look into yeah. them. They're really neat. That's uh, my friend um, uh, 
you remember Andy? Yeah, right? I mean, Andy. Yeah, um, he's got one. Yeah, um, British Andy. Uh, <laughs> British Andy. Uh, you know, shout out to Andy. Yeah, uh, she is, yeah. In, uh, in Nottingham <laughs> in the UK right now. What's up, man? Um, I remember he bought one, and I, if I feel like the last the last time he sent me a picture of his pedal board. Now this was a guy mm. who was all about some pedals. He had drastically reduced the size of his board. Sure. Once he started playing through that amp, because now, I mean, he, basically his board, he might have a boost oh, or yeah. something on that board, it seems like. The rest of it is straight, dirty channel on that amp, and it sounds glorious. That's cool. Um, I've, uh, his his band, he sent me some recordings of theirs, and it, that amp sounds absolutely killer. They're cool, man. They're cool. Yeah, that's kind of, kind of, kind of, kind of want me one, but. My Uncle Don had one. He had a, um. I'm always, like you said, I'm always wanting something. Yeah. I think his was a Nomad. I think what he had. Okay. He had a little, or might have been a night train. I don't remember what the model was exactly, but he bought it. Um, he got it used for like three hundred bucks. I think it was like twelve watts. So small. Had like a ten inch speaker in it. Dude, it it was so loud. He got rid of it because it was it was overpowering everything. Wow. Yeah. Oh, cool, cool amp, man. Cool. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, we're about to run out of time. Um. I think if you're down, you want to make this a two-parter tonight? Do a little bit like a, yeah, do a little extra on another episode? Possibly so. All right, let's do that then. I think right now we're going to wrap up this one, and we're going to go ahead and move on to part two. And, uh, yeah, man, I I just feel like uh, got some more stuff to talk about. We're bringing into the new year, and I really want to just start off right, and uh, we didn't do any of the music stuff that we talked about doing what I want to do is I want to come back into another episode and uh, give you a guitar and um, maybe fiddle around on a guitar a little bit uh, together yeah. and uh, chit-chat about that while we're doing it. And um, I really appreciate everybody tuning in. Like I said, we're going to go ahead. We're getting stuff posted up. So, you know, you're going to be, when you're listening back through all the episodes it, or when you start listening and you get to this episode finally, you're going to be like, what is he talking about? We're taking a minute to post them. We're going to post them all at one time, so there's a bunch up there to, to listen to. So you're going to hear some all kinds of weird stuff, but really appreciate you guys listening. This has been Who's On Bass. I'm Dylan. This is Landon. And uh, catch us on part two. Thanks. Bye.